0: Mate you okay? a fun, educational, and informative mental health podcast where we talk all things mental health, hear first-hand experiences from our mates, learn skills, tips, and tricks for our toolbox, and check if our mates are okay. My name is Aspie. I'm a teacher, traveler, counselor, and tarot card reader from Cape Town, South Africa. Sometimes I think from Galaxies, I know. I don't know, I'm kind of weird. Anyway, mates, welcome back to this week's episode of Mate you okay? Woop, woop, woop. Uh, yeah, I know that it feels... Oh, I know that it feels... I know that this seems sporadic, but it's not. I promise you... <laughs> You know, I watch all these videos <laughs> on being disciplined, right? Andrew Haberman, like Jordan Peterson, not to name drop, but I'm just gonna say like all these YouTube videos. I think Clark, is his name? Clark? Clark? Clary? Or I don't know. Some, some dude. Um, I listen to this. I listen to so many podcasts. I watch videos on YouTube. I read and <laughs> I'm just not that disciplined. <laughs> and you know what? We have all our strengths and we all have all our weaknesses and I'm a straight up motivator. What you need in your life, call me up, I'm gonna hype you up. <laughs> I'll hype you up today, tomorrow, the next day, tell you slid back, I'm there for you. Like I'm hyping you up. Like you get me right. <laughs> But Little Miss Sunshine over here, or shall I say Little Miss Moons and Stars, Um, just because I'm wearing a moon and star dress. Not because you can see, but (laughs) hey, hey, I look good today. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, I'm basically the hype up for you, but my self-discipline, mates, eat me up with some tools and tricks for my toolbox, because I do it all, like... I wake up early in the morning. Okay, so I'm, uh, le- let me rephrase this right. I'm disciplined in different ways. I'm disciplined when it comes to like my personal things. Like I wake up at seven, I go for a walk, I exercise, wait, I go, blah, 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 reverse the car. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I couldn't drive in the beginning, but now I'm a really good driver. Anyway, (laughs) I'm just sharing so much today. (laughs) You feel me, right? Okay, wait. So get yours, right? I five, four, three, two, one. There we go. Brain kicks in. Okay, I wake up in the morning at seven. I then go for a walk. I drink a glass of water. I go for a walk. I exercise from. I meditate. I exercise for about an hour. I grab a shower. Um, then I get into like. Depends on the day. I will get straight into like a couple of online classes, or I've got like classes at college, or I drive in to go volunteer. So there's a lot of things that like I it. I work on like the Anyway. <laughs> stop the bus (laughs) so anyway when it comes to things like that i'm like super disciplined and i'm like on it like on one but like when it comes to just things that i'm passionate about and i love i'm kind of i can't find that like discipline and that like routine about it so i've been so consistent over the past couple of months i'm very proud of myself Mate, i'm so excited that in the beginning of the year i said to you my mission is to do 20 push-ups in a row i promise you i'm gonna release a video on my on the instagram page where you will be able to watch ya in action (laughs) doing a 20 push-ups because baby girl be strong (laughs) i've always had not always but i really worked on like my cardiovascular Um, fitness and that I think I I was always I've been disciplined about exercise and achieving like physical goals in terms of that for a long time so that I'm disciplined with but like when I gotta do like an assignment or when I've got to like sit down with a channel and like do notes and read and you know expand make you okay and I some it sometimes gets too overwhelming for me it's just overwhelming because i watched a video on um, someone else's channel about perfectionism and i'm by no means a perfectionist like i know this about myself i kind of half ass a lot of things i've done in my life like a lot and there's a lot of things i've started and i've never finished i think there's thousands or millions of proje- projects or ideas where I've just you know started and never finished and that's okay because you have to learn to be compassionate with yourselves but mature you okay is not something that I find myself wanting to say like oh yeah this is something I tried and I never continued this is something I keep chipping away at but anyway I've making so much excuses about time and I sit on my, like sometimes just waste time doing a bunch of nothing and that's okay sometimes but like mates you keep me accountable and like I'm getting motivation all around me right now so I am I'm, I'm here for us I'm here for us like this is just this is so impactful to learn and to understand and to work with and just share this message is something that I cannot even describe in words how fulfilling this is personally for me, but then at the end of the day, I realize it's not about me, it's about everyone else, it's about the collective. So if I can like work on these things for myself, I am indirectly working for the people around me, and then they indirectly work for the people around them, and it's the snowball effect that we've well i've discussed before and you guys have listened you guys are such good listeners <laughs> you feel me <laughs> okay uh, i've also gotten into like this whole like rush hour thing at this moment i've watched uh rush hour one and i think i watched rush hour two and i'm on the third one so if my lingo goes a south or north i don't know yeah so I am south, they are north, but they consider themselves south. I don't know. Too much geography for me and I love geography. Um, But yeah. Anyway, so why are we here today? Uh, What is the purpose of today? So, you know, a lot of us worry about our mental health and our concern and we need tools and tricks and like things, like things that we can do in order to help with our mental health, right? And today I'm going to, chat about the power of five. So the power of five for me are five things that I like to focus on that I know that I can work on right now that is going to help me with my mental health or my mental wellness at the end of the day. And these five things worked for me personally, and I've read a lot of research based on it and what other professionals and doctors have said about it and like journal articles that tell us that these things are things that we can control. So if we can control it, we have the ability to work at it, right? This means that what we discussed today, you can step into the new day or like the new experience or this moment, and you can try and control those things. And see and question for yourself are these things working for me personally or is it something that i can adjust so that it does work and becomes beneficial to for me and like the way that i feel and the way that i move in life so these are five things and mates as always take it as you hear it or take what you need and leave what you don't need because there's a lot of things that at the end of the day Work for someone and then they don't work for someone else. So, everything, all these tools and the way that we question ourselves, we have to then obviously reflect on that and question what works and what doesn't work and what lesson can I learn from this or what can I take away or how can I change this or what would this be beneficial in a different circumstance. So, just always question tools and always question like advice that you hear or people give you because not everything is a perfect fit. Like not everything, even like clothes, for example, you go to the shop, a 34 at one shop will fit like one person, but a 34 at a different shop is going to fit a different person in a different way. So just remember that things even though they might sound the same they're different as they move on okay so the five things that i believe we can control and that can help towards mental wellness is number one i'm pairing them together because i feel like their partnership is diet and exercise those number one diet and exercise so you see for me i've mentioned this on the podcast before like someone that has been morbidly obese and wasn't very conscious of it like i didn't have any at that point in time the only health problem that i was that i can say i was majorly concerned about was not having a menstrual cycle for a few years i think it was like matric and first year and second year so for three years i think i didn't have a menstrual cycle and I, I wasn't, it wasn't, con- like, I wasn't conscious of that. But as soon as I start, I changed my diet. Like, I calorie cut, like, so much. I went to, like, a weight loss group. It was called Weightless, And I don't even know if they exist anymore. But I went there. And I went when I was a kid. I went when I was, like, 11 years old. Because I was really overweight then. And, my, like, my mom took me there. Um, and then I went again when I was... 20 years old I remember I was 20 years old it was the 21st of March 2021 20, 2011 and I just like I had enough of like being um, of being overweight and fat like I just like felt that I had enough and I didn't like fit into clothes and I never went shopping or anything but I that's when I changed my diet and that's when my menstrual cycle came back and let me tell you it came back for vengeance. Because I remember the first couple of months after I got my cycle back, I was in so much pain. I was bleeding so much. So at that point, like, that's when I introduced exercise and diet. What then happened after that was I, like, I was doing this, the weight, like, losing weight was, I don't think it clicked for the right reasons in my brain. So then I picked up again... I lost, like, 25 kilos, and then I picked up, like, 18 kilos again after that, um, I remember that, so, like, the diet and exercise, and I always remembered, like, when I've been, like, feeling really bad about myself, it's always when my diet has been full of, like, processed foods, overeating, um, even if I, even when I was like exercising, like l- last year, I I like exercised a lot. Like I wake up at five. I was going to like boot camp. I was hiking hours at the weekend. But I was eating so much processed, like abundance of food, that I was I put on a lot of weight. So like in like a year and a half, I think of being back home, I put on. Easily 10 kilos and not being so conscious of the fact that I was putting weight on. I just thought, oh, like I have a more sedative life being at home. But it was that the foods that I were eating was eating was actually really high in calories and also so much saturated fat. Um, not a lot of hot like whole foods. Like, yes, I am a vegetarian, but I also ate like a lot of like junk food, like pizzas, like I remember like I would guarantee you have a pizza every week and some weeks i'd have two pizzas like i know that and like not just like half of it but like the whole um pizza and this is very interesting because there's a lot of research about the mind gut connection and that what you put in your body and the way that your body processes it it like filters your brain so when you eat like a lot of junk food your brain becomes foggy and I remember, like, when I binged it, when I binge it, when I binge ate a lot, when I used to have, like, a lot of episodes, like, I used to have bad episodes of binge eating, and all I remember was, like, like, getting that, like, satisfaction of, like, eating, like, getting that satisfaction instantaneously, but then, like, feeling really, like, heavy and guilty and ashamed and this is why like I feel if I'm honest about it, this is why like when it comes to like social settings, I felt so guilty about my own presence because I knew this is a thing that I was like hiding. But now I don't. Like now I'm like, no, I ate a lot today. Or like if I go out, I'll be like, yeah, I ate already, but I'm gonna eat something. Like, you know, I'm more like conscious of being open and honest about it. And you can see it like for me, because I'm trying my hardest to be like. I'm like out here getting like in South Africa we would say "gebou," so that's like, really masculine tone, but it sounds really cool in my lingo "gebou." <laughs> but and it's like I said, it works because um, just like going to the gym and being so much stronger, doing push-ups. I've like couldn't do them on my knees in the beginning of the year. When I was like with my friends at a wine farm, i asked like a friend of mine to like, yo, just like help me do a push-up. And he was like trying to show me and I was like, I can't do this. And now I basically do, like if I on a good day could do like eight wide armed push-ups and I'm happy with that. So I got two months and it's got to be 20 good ones. And if it's wide arms, I don't care because imagine like in the beginning of the i couldn't even do them on my knees anyway so diet and exercise since changing up my diet i eat basically i eat two meals a day with snacks meaning that i'll eat like fruit or rice cakes with like cottage cheese um and i'll have like i'll make two meals on a sunday a meal prep and that will last me like monday to friday and then the weekend i kind of eat like what I want, but I don't eat like ten pizzas and five burgers. I'll eat like I don't know. I'll like cook me pasta on a Friday night, or I will like maybe have some. I'll maybe like daily really these days because like college keeps me busy at the weekends, but maybe go out and get like a dinner with like friends. Like I've yeah, like we've gotten pizzas, but like that and. It, ju- it really does change the way that you think and the way that you feel. I know the thinking part. my mind is a lot sharper and I'm not as foggy but it's funny because there are times where like I crave a lot of sugar and like fatty foods and it's around about like the time where my menstrual cycle is about to kick in and that's when I know like okay, I'll eat like I don't know papa bites or I'll eat papa bites I'll make me some like, trying to be like this like but i love to cook like i love to cook so um i find these like youtube recipes and i do it i've made like these amazing like oats and oats banana and like chocolate dark chocolate chips and i put it in the oven and it slaps Actually, I had two this evening because <laughs> it's nice because it just like make it, have a bit, pop it in the fridge and then it's like there for a while if I need, if I crave a snack. But anyway, what I wanted to say was that when I do have those cravings and I do end up eating um, more than what I'm used to at the moment, I wake up the next day feeling very sluggish and groggy. And it's so apparent to me that that's why I'm feeling like this and it's uh, 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 I'm stuttering over my words. It's so incredible to see like how food and exercise actually help make like help your system function. I have so much energy when I eat whole foods and when I exercise the way that the way that I do, and I feel like I have more love to give, um, personally and professionally, I just have more love to give, and I realize that like, like you're f- fueling your body, so you're fueling it for like what you need it to do, and when you need it to work well for you, and you need your mind clear, you gotta eat like those like whole foods. And I think that it's important that we remember that we have to have balance. So I'm never going to preach like, oh, like cut out anything. Because it's. I think that's the problem. Like when, like that's how I was taught when I was younger. was like, you can't have this, you can't. And then because of that, I can't. I just was like, no, I will. I will show you. Because I'm that stubborn person. I mean, I can tell you stories where people have told me don't do that. And I'm like why are you telling me not to do that? Because that makes me want to do it. And I end up doing it and then said person is right. But that's what I'm trying to explain is that just have a balanced diet um, and have a bit of everything. Don't, don't like limit yourself. But remember that you have to be conscious about how you feel in your body because how you're feeling your body is how you feel about yourself. I used to feel depressed and sad and guilty and binge eating and saturated fat and like high sugar intake. That made me feel like like I lost control of myself. And that like you can see on someone's body that their mind is not clean when their body and like doesn't look well. That's how you know someone's not then like f- your fog, your brain fog is crazy and your confidence is so shot down. And I promise you, mates, like diet and exercise. I know it's like back to basics, but it's probably the best thing that you can do for your mind, your body and your soul is to try and concentrate a little bit on your diet and what you put into your diet. Okay the rant continues. (laughs) And this is an obvious one that everyone preaches about. I've read. I just started reading. Well, not just started, but I've been reading this book by um, Dr. Julie Smith. She does. She's a a psychologist, a doctor, and she does YouTube shorts. She actually does like the whole social media influencer thing. And that's how I found her. And I found the book in the library. And absolutely adore videos because the way she explains all these concepts and theories of psychology is in such layman's terms and so relatable using props and the way that she presents it. i give my hat off to uh, dr julie smith if you ever listen to the <laughs> listening to this <laughs> shout out <laughs> But in the book, uh, she was discussing like sleep and sleep hygiene and like going back to the basics. And the basics is food, sleep, water, like exercise. And when you get a lot of good, deep sleep, this is your body being able to like set the tone. Till tomorrow, Like not set the tone, but like sets the tone for your body and for your existence. Now, I know that a lot of people out there struggle to fall asleep and the overactive minds um, as well as anxieties. Those are absolutely normal and you're not alone. There's so many people out there that have a lot of different strategies. I know of someone that used to fall asleep to like war documentaries on YouTube, always found that really interesting, like a war documentary is going to put you to sleep. Some people listen to true crime to make them fall asleep. So everyone's got their little tools and um, the thing about like sleep hygiene is when you are able, like this is why exercise is so good. Because you tire your body out so much that when it is time to get to bed, your body is just KO'd. Like it's knocked out, it's had its day. Um, your body's now like, I need to rest. So your physical body will shut your brain down for you to be able to sleep. So sometimes a little bit of good like heart race heart racing many beats per minute, that my friends, that will give you some good sleep hygiene funny story though speaking of sleep I know you love my funny stories <laughs> so it was 2005 and I was living in Korea and my friends and I went to a, a light lantern festival in a different town we took a bus and there were it was about oh, a handful of us coming from Busan and a friend of mine and her boyfriend coming from Daegu And we all, like, we met there together. So we, in Korea, you have this thing where you don't have to book, like, a hostel or hotel or Airbnb. There's something called a ginger bun. And a ginger bun is basically a bathhouse. So you've seen it on, like, maybe some animes where they have, like, saunas and, like, hot water and cold water. So it's, like, it's males and females are separated and it's a bathhouse, basically. And everyone, like goes in the sauna or the hot pools or the cold pools. And it's, it's a bonding ritual amongst the culture. So women do it together and men do it together. But also you get the common areas where you can like, you can have, you can buy snacks, you can buy beverages, you can drink, you can play cards. I think there was even smoking rooms, there's karaoke rooms, like Korea's got it all figured out. I miss Korea. I miss that. <laughs> okay, I'm stopping. Anyway, so we decide, okay, the ginger bonds also have a place where you can sleep. So you pay a certain amount of money, you use the tea, like the, the baths, the saunas, everything, but you also get... Like a place to sleep, and it's normally on the floor, but it's it's such a normal part of a lot of Asian culture sleeping on the floor. And if you tell me now, let's go and sleep on the floor, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I know it's just for tonight, so no bother. But anyway, so we're going. We decide <laughs> we're gonna go stay at this ginger vine. <laughs> now being like fun and in our twenties and having a good time and just like having a big laugh about everything. Um, we we were like, okay, cool. So now, you know how it goes. Anyway, so it's time to go to sleep. And here we go. And it's a bunch of... Like, everyone sleeps on the floor. So, like, some of, like, all the old men were, like, snoring, <laughs> like, really loud. And, like, that's no bother. Like, you get used to... It's just one night. And it's an experience. But now this ginger barn in the middle of... I can't even remember what town it was in. Like, <sighs> I can't, I'm sorry, <laughs> I just, it's a punchline, so anyway, you sleep on the floor, but they gave us pillows, and these pillows, I, I swear, like, I swear to you, these pillows were made of wooden blocks, like, wooden blocks, <laughs> I have witnesses. <laughs> you know, till this day, I will message one of my friends and like we message back and forth, and she's so cool. Like, she's so cool. She's hilarious. <laughs> and I'll just be like, hey, 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 do you remember the time we slept with the wooden pillows? I did. Do- <laughs> I'm sorry mate It's like It's one of those things Like you had to be there like, You just Yeah They just came <laughs> Block Pillows <laughs> Yeah <laughs> But like For me It's just Like I, I couldn't believe That they still Had pillows Like just let go Of the pillows By now Just it's It's done Basically it's done so yeah number two get some good sleep so exercise get that energy out do what you gotta do and get yourself to bed early and wake up when you want like give your body that rest and try and get like five six seven eight hours like i say five six seven hours because everyone works and like is a bit different when it comes to sleep i know some days I need a solid eight. Other days I can do five. Some days I can do six. I'm really good sometimes with six, but I, lo- I love a good cheeky little napsky sometimes, eh? Like, <laughs> the older I'm getting, the more I'm enjoying these naps. <laughs> I hate to say it, but hey, <laughs> maybe they're right about these naps. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, sleep. But number three and the passion or purpose so some people are super lucky to have figured out their calling at an early age or you know like those kind of people where they're just new to themselves like oh yeah i know what i want to be and there's others like me who like still trying to find what Like, trying to find what our purpose or, like, what our passion is. To be fair, I know my passions, like, I'm passionate about education, passionate about psychology and helping everyone understand, like, we go through these changes and how we can use our tools. Super, super, duper passionate about travel, culture, um, different people, races, customs, languages, passionate about all of the, all that diversity, like, rub my face in it. (laughs) That was so weird. I actually rubbed my face in it thinking about, like, traveling. I love traveling. And I, I love it, not just because of, like, oh, I'm in a new country and I'm on an island and I'm doing this, but (laughs) no one actually knows how you have to test yourself so much traveling like you're in a foreign country you don't speak the language you don't know anyone you try make some friends along the way and you're successful and you're not successful and you cry and you smile and you laugh and you dance you dance a lot you dance a lot and you laugh a lot oh my gosh the laughs the energy exchange sometimes There's nothing better than being at home, having a home-cooked meal with your family and having a good couple of laughs. Like, that's probably high on the list of, like, good times in life. Like, good times. Now, the thing about purpose and passion is when you have something that is a purpose for you, when, when you feel passionate about something... That's how you can distract your mind. That's how you can tell your mind that I love this thing. And I am going to be at the total heart and crux of this. Whatever it is that I'm passionate about. And you work towards that passion and that purpose. And that brings that meaning into your life. And when you have that meaning in your life your life exponentially 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 yeah exponentially fulfills you and takes every part of who you are and it's like you know what we got you and if this is your purpose because you are being kind to yourself we are kind to you and let us grow together so Think about and question this for yourself to help you find that purpose. Journal about it, write it down, talk to a friend about it. But what's something that drives me? Like just sit there and think, what drives me? Like what gets my my bubbles boiling or what gets me to do something? Even question yourself, what's my why? Why do I get up in the morning? Like, what's my why? Figure those passions out for you. Or what what skill am I learning? Or what's getting me up and motivating me? And I'm at the home of something. Like, I'm driving. So what's driving me? Like, what's chasing me? What am I chasing? Question yourself to find your purpose. And you'll be surprised that when you are open to challenging yourself and when you're opening to questioning and when you're opening to researching when you're opening to like chatting you will slowly start piecing your puzzle together and you will you will check okay that's the thing that's driving me right now it might be it might be so superficial like money it might be something so beautiful like family It might be something so uniquely diverse to you. Something innate in your personality. Anything that you can question about what drives you, you're finding your purpose and your passion. And that my friends or that my mates will bring a lot of meaning into your life. And you see how like when we question ourselves, we can also help ourselves get to a place of peace and compassion and kindness and respect. Another thing is that you when I mentioned like chatting to a friend about something, this is number four support this this fourth power that we can that we can gravitate towards. So support, and when I mean support, it can be a friend, it can be a family member, it can be a colleague, it can be an acquaintance. Heck, it can even be a stranger. But that that human connection that you can call on in your time of need, like we that human, like that feeling of touch, that feeling of understanding, that feeling of connection with someone in that moment that wow this person listened to me and they got me for that what I was feeling that mates that is something that you can rely on as emotional support that you can you can gravitate towards and help you learn to feel safe and to feel heard And this is why you shouldn't be afraid to just tell people what's going on with you. It's really not easy. Take it from someone who's literally sat at friends, um, like get togethers and cried in the toilet, not knowing how to tell the person closest to her, the people that support her and love her, how she's feeling. Because she doesn't want to make it about her. She wants everyone just to have a good time. But yet you being the sour person in this experience. So yeah, speak up. And it might not be something that you want to be heard. Or you might not feel comfortable. But get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So you can feel comfort later in your life. It's all about this. These uncomfortable questions and these uncomfortable things we have to question for ourselves right here, right now, so that in five years time, you feel good. Why do you think in an interview, they will always ask you, where do you see yourself in five years? Because what you're building now is what you're going to get in five years. These tools and these tricks and this toolbox that we are developing, It's not a quick fix. And I'm going to say right now, I'm putting my hand up. You guys can't see? I'm putting my hand up to tell you that these are not quick fixes and they're not going to fix everything in your life. But I'm going to guarantee that if you work consistently with these things, you will see the change in you over a long period of time. And if you doubt that, do you know what? I dare you to journal. I dare you to sit right now and write down how you feel. Then you know what? I dare you to come back next year in November and read that same journal entry. And you tell me that you are that same person that sat there. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's just not going to happen for you. You're not going to be the same person now and then. Leave it in the past, the past, the past. And these these powers mates, they just help you to understand like what you need and what you can build for yourself. It's not an easy road. <laughs> It's not. And I'm never going to sit here and tell you like, oh, yeah, you can do it. And like, it's going to change immediately. It's not going to change immediately. I've been on this journey now. I can tell you, I started studying psychology in 2009. And I don't even think I started studying properly psychology. Like, I don't think I gave it my all. Like, I knew I studied it and I went to class and was I really there. It was just dissociative. Um, But I would say in the last maybe seven years, I've really tried to change the way that I perceive my life and myself and the journey that I've been in. Seven years ago, um, I've been up and down my way, but I tell you now, seven years ago, January 2017, actually six years ago, I sat on a beach in Thailand and I was so miserable and so, I don't know. I was feeling a lot of bad things and I just didn't like my experience. But I still remember that my friend and I was laughing about the wooden block. We went to Thailand together. We stayed on the island. First of January, got a flight back to Hanoi from Bangkok. And I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to try these things. And I did, and I started feeling good about myself. I lost a bunch of weight. I think I lost in six months, I lost uh, maybe like 20 odd kilos. That I changed my diet completely, exercised a lot more. Um, so like, yeah, like those are the things I was doing. I slept well. I have been journaling on and off since like 2000, and since I was younger, with journal. But like I mean like actively journal I think since 2011 I got a journal and I started writing like All these experiences, and I still remember when I started the journal. I'm just gonna write it as like life lessons. (laughs) Who do I think I am, Marcus Aurelius? (laughs) Like literally, it's like just remember to be kind because everyone is going through these bad situations, and you'll feel this now. Like oh my gosh! Like I literally read it back, and I'm like, who do you think you are? (laughs) But yeah, I love I love being able to reflect, and we've spoken about like reflection, but. Let's get back to the powers that I'm talking about. Support from your friends and your family. To be heard and to be seen. And it makes you feel so safe. Like, I know there's friends out there that I live on different continents. Like, different time zones. And I will call up these people. And we will chat and we will laugh. And it will be the best time. And I love that. Like, I absolutely love the fact that I can do that here, I can go to my friend's house and tell them all these things and they can, no judgement, make me laugh and smile and crack a joke and I love that I have that support by friends and family and it's a blessing to have that support and mates if you feel uncomfortable all you need is just one and if you need that one, hit us up like you have you have our details like don't be scared, like, <laughs> Mitch, you okay? <laughs> so, yeah, you always, I can guarantee you always have a space. You always have a space with me. 100%. 100%. Okay. Now, the last one is for some and it's not for others. But the power, number five, is spirituality. Now what spirituality means to me is different to someone else and some people, some people recognize themselves as being spiritual and some people, they don't believe in like any spirituality and some people are, you know, very involved, awesome, awesome, awesome. I will never knock someone for their spiritual beliefs because I feel that we need to be very we need to be more compassionate and understanding of everyone's beliefs remember not everyone has the same belief system but we should be able to accept and love each other equally no matter of our belief system unless you are being a big dn then i'm sorry like i can't but in all fairness no one out there is like intentionally being a dn and yeah, if you don't know what a DN means, just think of it as a negative connotation because, yeah, a DN. <laughs> D-N. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. And to me, spirituality reminds me that there's a maker, a creator, and there's the universe. And I am the universe. We all are the universe, actually. That is the most amazing thing. Now, I'm gonna read you something that I came across in the week. And it's it's brought me so it's made me so sad because number one, I remember I was telling you earlier in the episode how I like have depressive have had depressive episodes due to my binge eating and I had one early in the year and a completely took away the fact that Maxi Jazz, you know, Maxi Jazz from Faithless, like, come on guys, Faithless, this is my church, this is where I heal my heart, for tonight, God is a DJ, right, uh, okay, so, why spirituality, because, having a belief system, it's important so that we can practice this thing of acknowledgement, compassion, and gratitude. So that, you know, for me personally, I philosophize my own experience and I question myself, why am I here? And as a Pisces, I'm here to make an impact in one way or another. And it's not uh, just a personal impact, it's I've been told, it's a global impact. And I, you know, to impact someone's life is, I've been impacted so many times by family, friends, teachers, that they don't even know, like, how much their influence or, like, something they said is stuck with me so, like, stuck with me to this day. Like, I think, therefore, I am. That's just one, one way someone has impacted my life. Shout out, Mr. Walton. <laughs> anyway, so Maxi Jazz passed away in December last year. And I came across his final words, like, just be- the day before he died. And he recorded it and I put it on YouTube. And it didn't have, it had, like, a couple of thousand followers, like, like, views. But uh, just listen to these beautiful words, okay. The same life force that created the entirety of the universe is flowing through you, meaning everywhere the universe exists, your life exists. You are the universe ultimately and the universe is you. Now, this knowledge requires an ultimate shift in attitude towards praying and prayer. When you are praying, you are not asking for help. You at least shouldn't be. You are telling the universe what you want to see happen in your life. This works in the same way as press ups. One press up or 10 is not going to make you stronger. You have to do it every day and not give up. Eventually, what you decide is desire. What you want to see happen in your life will occur naturally. Even though at one time in your life, it may have seemed impossible. So please pray hard and stick with it. That sent goosebumps down my spine. Because earlier the day I was chatting to someone about me and my push-ups. And I came across it the same day and he he called it a press-up, a push-up is the same thing. But uh, the entirety of the universe is flowing through you. You are the universe. And he's right, it does ultimately require a shift in attitude and With your spirituality, when you do try and build on it, there's this like shift towards acceptance and gratitude and compassion and a growth mindset of I'm struggling right now, but this is about to change. So I'm struggling, but this is going to change and there's lessons to be learned in all of us And the beauty of your spirituality is like your practice is your own practice. Mine consists of meditation, questioning, breathing and connectivity. I love that my practice is different from anyone else's in my house. But we all share the same understanding that spirituality blossoms in us and blossoms love. So, mates, I'm never going to tell you how to live your life, but I'm going to share some tools and tricks and toolboxes that we can all use to develop our own our own routines, develop our own mental wellness. And you know what? Check in on our mates. So, mates, all I want to say to you is the power of five can be anything to anyone. Your five could be different to mine. My five... Exercise and diet, sleep, passion and purpose, support, and spirituality. That's my five that I use to help me work or help me gain a little bit of better clarity. So if you have five different things or five different powers that you would like to share with all of us, please let us know so we can share it all year on the air or online on the cast. I don't know, on the cool things. (laughs) But mates, thank you so much for listening and tuning in as you do. It's been so cool talking to you about the power of five. Because remember, your well-being and your wellness is all that you have right now. So you know what, mates? Look out and you can see the goodness all inside of you. You are the universe and the universe is flowing through you. Remember? Take what you need and leave what you don't need. It's been an awesome time, mate. Thank you so much for listening. And also, as always, have a dope mission. Hey! (laughs) Bye bye. See you guys soon.